some videographers influence my future buying decisions. The whole idea was to create bingeable content. It's all about showing rather than telling people. So it was a really great way to explain exactly what we did. We kind of attracted different people to the event who wouldn't have normally come to our physical events. And video is the most powerful tool for convincing and converting. You said it the way you said it because that's the way it needs to be said in the moment. We're all imperfectly perfect, that's the truth. The easiest way today to really find people you can resonate with is through video. How would the world change if you were an exceptional communicator? Start to see the benefits, the positive, and you'll rise like a star. And this is only a measure. It can only get better, it can only get better. Hello video marketing professionals, welcome to the podcast that takes the mystery out of producing videos. I'm your host Chris Schwager, joined this week by Mr. Brennan Southall. Hello Mr. Brennan Southall, how are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you Mr. Chris Schwager, that's such a formal intro, I love it. <laughs> How do financial advisors build trust? There's, I think, lots of different ways to build trust. And obviously, given that we're video marketers, we are always advocating video as a way to build trust within the financial industry. Well, today, our guest is Andrew Zbeck, the director and senior financial advisor and personal financial coach of Creation Wealth, which helps clients understand their strategic investment. We've known Andrew for 10 years. He's managed our finances. He's one of the first DIY desktop studio financial services clients, and he's married with three children, enjoys woodwork, cycling, and rowing in his spare time. Andrew is also the local community of uh, Lane Cove Council. He's the mayor and is the councillor, which is absolutely uh, exciting for him. Andrew is going to show us a little bit more about what he's doing to get more time back into his day using video, in particular the DIY desktop studio. Here's our chat with Andrew Zbick. Andrew, what happened, bro? Oh my God, I was so pumped to see you under the professional lights, camera, sound, and now you look like you're in some kind of crappy webcam heaven. What's going on? Yeah, so I um, I did this uh, this foreign thing called travel to the city in an office for oh work. Oh my God, what's that? Uh, so it, <laughs> did you I catch actually, an Uber? <laughs> I actually, actually had to coordinate my socks with my shirt today. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's happened, you, you, you need a portable de desktop studio to carry around with you. Is that the case? Yeah, I'm waiting on you guys to uh, provide that. Well, I tell you what. Chuck us a lead, mate. We'll make it all the word worthwhile. <laughs> Look, Andrew, what is the general sentiment of Australians when it comes to financial institutions and advisors at the moment? A lot of suspicion. A lot of people know they need advice, but I've definitely noticed the advice process of engaging with someone is taking longer. It's interesting because our clients, our financial services clients, when I guess it comes to video or even marketing services, kind of quite, you know, you might have to qualify this for me, but it seems like they're quite behind in just marketing in general. Um, there's a lot of referral slash, uh, you know, f walking in the door type of lead gen, uh, word of mouth, that type of stuff. Um, why do most Australians hesitate, I guess, when it comes to seeking financial advisors? I think essentially there is a trust deficit following the Royal Commission. So most people will generally seek a financial advisor by someone they know because that to them is the first way of going, well, if my friend or my work colleague can trust the advisor, there's a chance I may be willing to trust them as well. Right. 
So how do you build rapport and trust? It's meetings, but number of meetings of getting to know people. And I think the challenge we've had with COVID is you can't meet face to face. Right. So it's about presenting yourself and Zoom is now our best friend. Yeah. So it is now a lot of video content. And then to give you an idea, pre-COVID, I never took on a new client without meeting them face to face. Yes. I now have clients I've never met in the flesh. Yes. Yes. And the difference there has been obviously the COVID lockdown, but it's forced people to become comfortable with a format like Zoom to build a relationship yes. and build trust. Yes. You know, it's funny because I actually find it really weird when I'm talking to someone on the telephone now that I can't see them. Mm. Like it, it's, it makes it so much harder, I reckon, to, yeah. I guess, be memorable in a way, do you know what I mean? Because you just don't have the visual equity to kind of have, you know, if they're a visual type person, you could cross each other in the supermarket and you would never know because you've not had that facial time together. Um, I see Brendan having a bit of a smile there, which is um, stepping at any time there, Mr. South. But yeah, I mean, no I, I, good. You, you, Brendan, I mean, you spend most of your time on you know, phone calls, I guess, as opposed to the, the Zoom style stuff. But do you find the same thing? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's all, always great to come onto Zoom because then you can start to read all that body language and mm. even tone of voice is a lot easier yes. to decipher over things like Zoom. But um, yeah, Andrew, how are you How are you using asynchronous video? So video that is sent to someone and they watch it in their own time. How, how are people responding to that? Yeah, we generally will use a three to five meeting process to develop advice with a client. And other than now that a lot of that's done via a format like Zoom, I think the big game changer for us was traditionally we would finish writing what was called a statement of advice, which is legally our main document in which we are formally providing the advice to a client. Now, we would get that, finish the draft, and then we'd have to wait two weeks to try and book in a client to actually see them face-to-face to present the advice document. The clients would then go away with questions. That could be another two weeks before they write down those questions. So we're now talking four weeks. Uh, give it another you know, two weeks before they sign the document. So traditionally, it was a six-week process. So one of the most biggest shifts we've done is what we do now is as soon as we have finalised that statement of advice, I do a 20-minute video. So what used to take me an hour face-to-face with a client I do a 20-minute summary and it almost the next day gets sent to the client. And from a compliance perspective, you know, we can actually see that the clients watch the whole video. And I can tell you we have had a 100% uptake of people watching the entire video because I can present to people, and most of our statements of advice will vary from 60 to 100 pages, but that freaks people out. Seeing I've got a 20-minute video that summarises 100 pages they instantly, we are seeing they literally within 24 hours of opening that email, we could tell they are watching that full video, the full 20 minutes. And then what we've found is now they then do go read the statement of advice because the video helps to break it down. It's not a scary document. I've pointed out the main sections. We're generally finding most people are now reading that statement of advice within the week, whereas previously it was two to three weeks. And we're finding within pretty much the fortnight, we are then getting a full list of questions and again, for a lot of people, we're then finding we only need a half hour Zoom meeting to provide answers. So a process that used to be taking us six weeks on average to engage a client, we're pretty much condensed down to two weeks. 
And that is solely because of using video. Just an efficiency. What's that look like in terms of hours back in the week for you? I reckon it's shaved around two to three hours off the process of us meeting, prepping, answering questions. It's just a lot more succinct. And we are getting excellent feedback from clients saying yep. the video is brilliant. Yep. Um, and, and you know the relationship with the client too. You know what was their questions, what their objectives, what their values are. So, of course, every video is tailored to the client's individual needs, but I'm talking straight at, to the client in the video. Yes. So it's relevant, um, straight to the point. Yes. Massive efficiency. And look, let's not attribute all of this to the DIY video program. Were you doing videos before you went pro? Actually, no. Right. Video in our industry has been talked about for a long time. And this concept of what they call the video statement of advice, the video SLA, has been talked about for a long time. Right. From a compliance perspective, you know, our licensees have been saying, well, how fantastic is that? You've got a record of you explaining the advice to the client. With accountability, I guess, that you could say at least that they've watched. You can't say exactly how much of it they've listened to or learnt from, but you haven't had to sit down and do it to them, do it with them face to face. Yeah, well, and I think too, as I said, generally we used to be getting the advice documents to them because we never know how long it'll take to prepare, so we could never really book in the meeting um, to go through it. So it, it, we've, we've knocked out a week to two weeks of just trying to line up diaries. The, the turnaround's much faster, but absolutely, it was the confidence of going. You know, I'm I'm charging thousands of dollars for these plans, so there's no way in the world I would use this format for my <laughs> SOA video. And I think it's a it's a prof- professionalism. It's that they go, I've paid. You know, some of our plans are up to twelve thousand dollars. Well, this format is not a twelve thousand dollar video, but yes. when we do use it. It's clean, it's crisp, it's clear, succinct. It gives people confidence. Are you sort of like differentiating here between the crappy webcam that you've currently got versus the DIY professional image? Okay, cool. Because I just wanted to clarify that, crystallize that. So what you're saying is that you wouldn't be satisfied as a professional to do Mm. what you're currently doing using that crappy webcam. With all due respect to the wonderful gentleman you are, um, maybe I was a bit too cash coming into this, is hence why I... (laughs) was doing this format otherwise if it was a client it's at home and my schedule is literally now planned around when i'm doing face-to-face meetings i'm in the novel office which i see once a fortnight probably i'll line up my day with all face-to-face meetings and then i'll line up a day of at home zoom meetings but i've got the diy and for me i'm i'm a you know father with a young family as you you know as you mentioned there too i've got quite an interesting side hobby um being the mayor of lane cove so <laughs> this whole notion of covid has meant that i've literally saving 6 to 8 hours a week from travel yes so the fact i can line up three meetings from home in a day yes. with clients um, it's 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 fundamentally the difference why every day now I'm dropping my children off at school yeah. or pre-school in the yeah. morning, two, three days a week I can help with potentially picking them up. And I think too it's important that, you know, my business two years ago it was just me. I've now got four staff in total. But it was that concept too of when, you know, what I went through and, and restarting my own business, you don't want to look like the one-man band working from home. So essentially what the DOI video did was make sure I didn't look like the one-man band yeah. working from home. Right. COVID has meant that we've been able to build trust through the DIY video program. That's awesome. But it's also meant that I can earn some credibility with my wife because now I've got more time 
to hang out the washing and she loves that. Like otherwise I'd be on the road, like driving here, there and everywhere. It's actually, it's really interesting. The sound, a lot of clients have mentioned, and even, and I do videos as well for my um, counselor role. And I noticed there was a lot of feedback when I switched from my own DIY attempt on an iPhone with a $1.99 lapel I bought off eBay versus when I jumped to the DIY. Yes. I had all this feedback around the clarity right. is excellent. What are you doing? Right. And they don't know I've got a microphone above my head. Yes. But in the confines of what is a concrete dungeon that I work out of with a little you know, novel window <laughs> to see the sky, you guys helped set it up that the environment was right, that it just sounds clear and crisp and there's no feedback noise and um, there's no reverberations. It's... It just comes across professionally, and and that's the feedback I've had yes. is that people go, it's actually the sound quality yes. as well. Yes, that people really notice the difference. Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, legit, right? It's uh, boom noise. I mean, you will get the audience to see your wonderful setup once <laughs> once we do a, a legit recording, right? Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be better. And I've got to show you this as well, right? I'm very proud of this at the moment. This is the latest. It's called the um, Prompter Max. So I'm giving you a hundred percent of my attention here because this this what you have is now the the standard and this is the prompter max which is uh you know 10 inch screen here so i can fit the entire uh teleprompter and you guys in there so i can give you my full eye contact without taking my eyes away from Mm. the prompter because my editor has been complaining all this time saying when we go to the two shot of you and andrew like side by side you've you've got your ear hole over here looking at him you know Mm -hmm. and and you're never able to kind of look and give full eye contact to the camera well this is actually assisting with that um so i just thought i'd (laughs) cross sell you on that um but hey look (laughs) good upsell (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll chat after the podcast what i'm interested in because i know how amazing you look on the DIY desktop studio and you've appeared in multiple guestings like Ausbiz, you've done lots of seminars. Um, does video quality, quality matter in relation to, does it affect credibility, do you think? Absolutely, yeah, particularly when you've been interviewed as an expert. Yeah. Even though COVID's changed the way we work, there's still, I think, a bit of a question mark when you're live crossing to someone then at their kitchen table. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so common though, isn't it? I mean, it's so common. And in fact, I've seen other um, like Ausbiz style web recordings done and they've, they've sent me the link, said, have a, have a look. And they've actually shown up better <laughs> in some, re- in some uh, aspects. Well, certainly the sound quality was better in this particular occasion that I saw it uh, versus the studio, their studio that they're broadcasting from. So there's so much mm. opportunity, I guess, for, for this. But yeah, it's, it's, it was so good when I first saw your, your Ausbiz cross that I was like oh we've got to get that on the website we had it on there for a while um mm-hmm. because we just thought it was um just uh yeah it just looked looked you know like it was, it was professionally done so mm-hmm. let's brennan it you, looked like it was professionally done well yeah i mean look i, I guess the irony of of this is yeah you're absolutely 100 percent right you know what i'm kind of very interested in to to know from you in your words i guess is what do you believe keeping in mind this pre-recorded versus live video type of accessibility you have now, what are the benefits of having a desktop studio at your desk? (laughs) Desktop studio at your desk. Prior to doing the DIY 
video set up with you guys. I was doing a monthly video newsletter for both um, my clients and also for my responsibilities as counsellor. And it was a long process of setting up and self-editing. The big difference now is literally with a flick of a switch in under 30 seconds, I can have a complete studio set up. And it's it's been able to do the things of impromptu videos to update my clients. So if there is a decent share market correction or if there's been some big news in the super world, um, I can now in you know, spend 15 minutes working out what content I want to talk about, walk into my studio, under 30 seconds we can be recording. And I think too, you know, we've taken that to another level now of the post-editing that you guys do because that for me was still taking myself two to three hours to do post-video recording. So that for me now is a real streamlined process that, now, I've got planned on the first Wednesday of every month after the Reserve Bank meets. I know Wednesday mornings I've scheduled to do my filming. I upload it to you guys. And by the end of the day, I've got a, a version that I can then put in my newsletter and it goes out to the clients. It's timely. It's professional. And I'm current. And, and that's – and you got to remember too, for my clients, you know, I've got 70-odd clients. So – in a, a big news day, it's impossible for me to pick up the phone and call 70 people. But the fact that in 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I can prepare content, record it, and then it goes out to all my clients, well, that's my value proposition to my clients that they get, you know, they're reading the news headlines, there's panic out there, mm. and they can then have a quick two-minute video from me of just what my thoughts are yes. and what my general advice is, yes. but then a call action. So when I send out all my videos, they then have a link to my diary via Calendly. So I actually find, again, the engagement with my clients. I've got about a 60% open rate of my video newsletters with clients. And it's interesting, I'll have a call to action in my video and I'll then get all these bookings from my clients if they go, oh, that's relevant to them. They'll schedule in a time to them, but I'm being proactive. Yes. And it's made it really easy for me to be proactive in that way. And it'd have to be really reassuring for them that you are being responsive and that you are thinking about them, even though it's in a pre-recorded sense, that you do pop up there when the time is important, I guess. What do you see as being like the biggest benefit to everything you've done, not, not just from a technical aspect of, you know, saving time, you know, on the edits and, you know, getting content out in a timely manner. But what, if you looked at it from big picture down, what, what do you think is the biggest benefit of having the, the, the DIY, being part of the DIY video program? I, th I think, again, it's just helped to advance my business forward of there's a new way of doing things with how we interact with people. And, uh, you know, it flows on too with the right tech, you know, the, the Zoom links with, Otter, which is which is a transcribing program. So in the spaces of again, because then we transitioned to video meetings with clients, Zoom meetings with clients, but I was confident of holding them because you know you look professional. It's actually easier now for me to meet a client via Zoom because I get a recorded transcript. And again, that saves what used to take me 40 minutes post a meeting in note taking. I just got to brush up in five minutes because I've got a recording. It's really 
forced me to think of, yeah, just how do I advance my business and make it a truly a modern business? You're not shy when it comes to being on camera, I guess, but were you able to still get some uh, uh, polish up on performance? And, and you know, if so, was that beneficial for you? Yeah, absolutely. And what about the scripting and, and I guess the workflow around the editing and things like that? Has that been working for you? Yeah, look, I think one of the best things, even for the shorter formats, you know, what I've learned from you guys is you can see so many other people just put useless information in a video. Yeah. You, know, you, you guys are talking, just cut straight to the That's chase. Right. And, um, and look, we, we used we used the DSO as part of, you know, my council re-election campaign. Um, it was actually pretty powerful for my colleagues who are running with me on council. We used it for creating video content for our election campaign and the fact we had the teleprompter and took them a bit of practice because they hadn't done that format before. But basically we had it to the point where I then helped them script. Um, Yeah. You've taught a process that is you're not giving someone fish for the day, you're teaching someone how to fish as well and hold their hands. And as I've done with you guys, um, you helped me for a little bit and then down the track we'll touch base again and you help me refine and constant. It's almost like continuing education with how we present and there's still so many other ways. Like I think you right now I'm going, actually, you know, I'm doing these statements of advice videos at the end of the process. Why aren't I doing a proposal video? And that's something you got promoted. So you've <laughs> you've seeded all these other ideas yeah. and going, yeah, I should do that. Yes, I yes. should when I'm sitting down with the client in the first instance, yes. rather than sending them a um, summary in writing, it should be a video as well. Yes. So there you go. There's a call to action for me to work on another project. But that's a point of difference. Well, look, Brennan, uh, if you've got any further. Sure. Yeah. Oh, well, just a, a quick one, Andrew. Basically, we've heard you using video for client retention operational but what about um lead gen are you using video to start conversations with people that you don't know yet not yet but i think that's the point there too is that you guys presented in in a bite-sized chunks because i think that was the fear initially of going oh how am i going to change everything to video and i think one of the things is once i had my own setup i found what i was comfortable with and how i've adapted to use the video is is growing so it's, if anything, I'm using it more and more and more in many aspects of my life. Except for, except for now. Except for now, which is, but, but, but seriously, it is, <laughs> there'll be a point in my business where we'll need to order another DIY setup. You know, so I actually envisage that our business will probably have three of these set up in various locations because, you know, I don't want, um, you know, my colleagues when they step up and are doing a lot more client work, yeah, I definitely don't want them zooming from home or zooming from this dungeon here. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a matter of time. And I think that is a that is very clear in my mind that that's what we'll have at some point in time. So, Oh, well, that was short and sweet, but that's great to hear. Thank you so much, Andrew. And it sounds like, I mean, we'll, we'll actually like confirm that when we finish the recording here. But um, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, uh, <laughs> uh, And if you are going to watch this recording, don't go to YouTube. <laughs> Scour, scour the web. <laughs> Try and find this video. You won't see Andrew anywhere. We'll put a. We'll actually just put like a DIY coming soon sort of image over the top of his, <laughs> over the top of his face. But look, hey, if you like, we'll come back and do this again. If if that's all right, we'll see how you're progressing in a couple of months. Would that be okay with yeah, absolutely. you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And I promise, next time I've got to be where it counts, mate. <laughs> 
if, if there's one thing about coming on this show, mate, it goes everywhere. So who knows? And uh, the clients, you know, our guests do 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 achieve new clients out of out of coming on and us kind of spruiking you and and your business as well. So yeah, definitely do that. In that's Chris. Chris's coaching tip for Andrew for the day. Like if you want to learn more about Creation Wealth or Andrew's Bic, have a look at the show notes for some details and you'll get everything you need and click through and see that he's, he actually is mayor of Lane Cove Council, <laughs> which is I'm talking to a mayor now. This is amazing. It's clear if you're new in business, you're adopting videos and you're – adopting a new studio concept it really can revolutionize the way that you build trust for your financial institution thanks for tuning in thank you so much andrew and brennan and that's all for this episode of the video made simple podcast i will see you next week say hi to your mum for me